If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all that I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. This is the start of the most famous discourse on the topic of love. Chances are you've been to a wedding where this was read out at some point, and it's a fitting passage of scripture for a wedding, but it applies to so much more than the sentiments of a wedding ceremony. You probably know that in Greek, there are several different words for what we translate as love. The one that Paul uses here is agape, which unlike lust or affection, is self-sacrificial devotion, usually expressed as love given with nothing expected in return. It is love which is perfect in form and in expression. It's the kind of love that God shows. It's the kind of love that shows that everything is a shadow of itself without it. It makes all of our pursuits, all of our wisdom, all of our words, all of our actions meaningless in its absence. But it does so much more even than that. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices at the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. Language is an interesting thing, because where the English here tells us a lot, it does leave something to be desired. For example, when Paul says, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things, the words we translate for bear all things and endure all things have particular significance. The word for bearing all things more specifically means that it covers something from above. The word for enduring all things implies that it supports things from behind and underneath. Love is at once a shelter and a foundation. Paul knows what he's doing. This love he is talking about starts above us and then comes in underneath us. It's an all-encompassing force that impacts everything from top to bottom, heaven to earth, and all that is in between. You probably see where this is going. In another 24 hours, most of you will be slowing everything down to finally celebrate the birth of Christ, the Word become flesh. He is the embodiment of everything that is good and holy. He is our King. He is our Savior. He will speak with fire. He will possess all wisdom. His faith will be unparalleled, and when He offers up His body, He will shake the gates of hell and the earth will quake. His life will be the living example of someone whose ambitions, whose words, whose deeds have power because they were infused with true, selfless, agape love. And his birth is the paradigm of the kind of love that Paul describes because he himself is God, 
having left his place in heaven to come to earth, not as a man of high standing, but as a tiny baby born to a peasant couple in a small village. He starts above us and then comes down to the lowest station of humanity. He covers us from above and supports us from below and he impacts everything in between. Christmas is the start of God's invasion of Earth. It's where His love first is demonstrated in His willingness to cast off eternal glory and walk where we walk. It's where we first see the links to which true love goes to redeem the object of its devotion. It's where dignity is restored to the least, the last, and the lost. It's where the grip of sin and death on the world starts to weaken. It's where hope begins to shine. It's where peace begins to break through. It's where joy rings out. It's where love takes action. It's where the word becomes flesh and dwells among us. Wherever you are, wherever this finds you, if you're listening to this, then this is my prayer for you. That this Christmas, if you're in despair or longing, that you find the hope of Christ beside you. If you're struggling or in conflict or just need rest, then I pray you find the peace of Christ falling upon you. And if you grieve or are in the middle of loss or disappointment, then I pray that you see the joy of Christ all around you. And that in all things and in all circumstances that you would feel the infinite and unrelenting love of Christ within you. Not just today, not just for the 12 days after, but forever. Y'all have a blessed and Merry Christmas.